into town. We had all that sort of stuff going on. That was my first week. That was 2009. And lead service lines and lead pipes and things like that have been a story that I have covered many, many, many times in that is now almost 13 years. I just wonder if it's up to you to ask the question. If you were to have an opportunity to talk with the vice president, what would you want to hear her address? What would be your questions? What would be your concerns that you would say to the vice president? I've got to think that that's not necessarily really high on the list. And I've got to say, if I was, if I was a betting man, I would say that if, if I had told you this story that, hey, the vice president's coming to town tomorrow and is going to talk about blank and you need to fill in the blank, I am pretty sure that not many people would have had replacing lead pipes as the words they would use to fill in the blanks. I just I don't think that would be high on the list of things that, that, that people would be asking about wanting to know about. The vice president recently, by the way, was put in charge by President Joe Biden to be dealing with the border situation. Um, and, and so that's just my, my question. What exactly would be your question? What would you want to ask the vice president about? What would you like to hear the vice president talk about? 866-391-1020. Let's go to Sam. Sam's in Pittsburgh. What, what would you like to ask the vice president? What would you like to find out from, from Kamala Harris? I, I, I'd like to know why is it that when it comes to infrastructure uh, uh, discussions, um, when it comes to like uh, the lead piping that that water may go through, um, why is it that that's something that the U.S. government and American citizens have to pay for uh, when it's uh, corporations that are billing us for these services? Why can't they fix those things? So you're saying, why is that not their infrastructure rather than something that we, the homeowners, or we, the people who are taxpayers, have to pay for? Is that, is that your question with clarification? Right. That, yeah. Exactly. That should be part of, uh, you know, I'm sure part of uh, the tax breaks that they get and uh, subsidies that they get. That, that should pay for that. Yeah, that's a very, very good question. And you and I both know that they draw the line very, very clearly and very definitively that, hey, it stops right here as soon as it leaves the curb, right? And as soon as it gets onto your property, that's the situation. There's no no question exactly. about that. Yeah, they they make that a very, very clear delineation. No question. Sam, very good point. Thank you so much for Thank calling. You. you bet. Let's continue on. Let's go to David right now. David's calling from California. David, there's no question that lead pipes definitely have some health issues and things like that, but is it a real big problem? priority for for many what do you think well of course it is because in the long run it, it, this it goes all the way back to ancient rome and they talk about the fall of rome uh, led in their water not only led to uh, violence, it leads to complacency, it leads to, uh, it, it, there are so many physical problems, you know, if you want a working uh, democracy or even for that matter a working republic, you have to have people who think clearly. Mm -hmm. and, vi and lead in the water, lead in your brain, uh, leads to both violence and, and a sluggishness.
slowed growth, hearing problems, anemia. Those are right. some of the other things that can come out of it. Hyperactivity, uh, a slower, uh, a decreasing IQ. I mean, yes, there are significant problems that come along with that. I don't think you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, right. Yeah, and so if you were to look at, at just the basics of lead versus even something as bad as Flint, you know, where there are all sorts of compounded chemicals. Mm -hmm. So every penny counts in, in fixing the problem early because in the long run you're going to end up with generations of, uh, of problems. And when you have violence within a household or violence in a neighborhood that's tainted with lead, then you end up with Hatfield and McCoy generations of, uh, of problems. So it's, it's penny wise and pound foolish to ignore the problem. And what's even worse is we had last year the, one of the most major issues that were being dealt with in Congress was the infrastructure. Mm -hmm. That America could have repaired all of these problems with an infrastructure bill. And in fact, the, uh, the bond ratings were so low that it actually would have paid America uh, to, it, we would have gotten a zero uh, interest rate to repair these problems. And the fake uh, conservatives, the fake fiscal conservatives, refused to vote uh, a, a high sign on repairing America. And those, I, I, I'll start cussing if I start talking about. Well, we don't want to have that, David. No, we don't want to have that. But I do appreciate what you're saying and the historic perspective of that, too. I realize that there certainly is a significance there from a medical standpoint, and I think that's an important uh, delineation that you make. Coming to Pittsburgh tomorrow, Barb in the South Side, Dorian in McKeesport. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. You're going to be up next right after Melinda Roter has the news at 3.30. This is KDKA Pittsburgh. Vice President Kamala Harris will be in Pittsburgh tomorrow talking about infrastructure and all the money that is available to help clean up lead pipes. I just simply said, if you had been, if you found out this morning that the vice president was coming to Pittsburgh tomorrow, fill in the blank. She is coming to town to talk about blank. Would lead pipes have been on your list? Let's go back to the phones right now, 866-391-1020. And I'm just trying to get a sense for where you think it is. I just think that there's a whole lot of other things that would have been higher on the list than lead pipes. Not downplaying the medical situation in any way, shape, or form, because I understand it is a significance. But I'm just wondering right now, what's on your radar screen? What matters most to you? Let's go to Dorian right now in McKeesport. Dorian, thanks for hanging on. What do you think? Well, I would ask Vice President Harris, uh, what is her plan, now that she's been assigned this a while back by the president, to deal with the illegal aliens crossing the border? I don't believe she's even been down there yet. It's a very fair uh, water, question. As far as water goes, you can get bottled water. We'll survive. All these well, people yeah. coming across the border is not good. No, I, I appreciate that, Dorian. Thank you very much. So you're quite, I mean, to your point about bottled water, yeah, you can get bottled water. But I also think that it's safe to say that in the greatest country in the world, it's safe for us to assume that the water that's coming into your house will be safe for you to be able to drink and you shouldn't have to go out and buy bottled water to do that. I'm not downplaying the significance. I'm not downplaying the fact that it is an important issue. I don't know that right now for a huge number of people that that is the biggest one that's out there. Let's go to Barb in the South Side. Hi, Barb. It's good to have you on KDK. How are you? I'm fine, 
Thank you. Now, I have this sort of fries my keister here. We're not going to talk about Flint, Michigan. We're not going to talk about all of that stuff. I think we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Uh, you have uh, people who have never lived in the inner city. I don't know if you have or not. I said inner city, not in the burbs or outside of the burbs. Fair enough. Uh, your children have never had to drink water coming from lead pipes that is unnecessary. Uh, then I think, no, we don't downplay it as a Christian. I think that's abominable. We can talk about many different subjects. We can say thank you for this. And we can also realize for all those whose last bottom dollar idea is that if it doesn't affect a lot of money uh, in their pocket, it doesn't matter. If you want to attract people to cities and infrastructure, you want people to come back to the city, you want them to open up businesses, you want them to work, you want them to buy homes in the city. Everybody's not living in Mount Lebanon or McCandless or all these places. There are people that do live in the city, and they open businesses in the city. You have to have safe water. Right. I wouldn't want to open a business in the middle of the city when there's lead pipes there. And I'm, you know, I had a little home there. It's ridiculous. We can talk about other things. It doesn't have to be an importance of one, two, three, four bullet point. We can talk about many things. I would say thank you. But about the lead pipes, be very, very thankful. If you're going to not, don't want the, the money. Then don't complain that nobody wants to move into your inner city right. or your downtown Pittsburgh loaded with pipes and doesn't want to move there because of that. And you're speaking from experience. I know you are because you've lived there and you've raised families there. I understand yeah. that, and I sure appreciate you yeah. calling, Barb. Thank you. Think about that. No, thank you so very much. You make some really, really great points. Let's go to Eddie in the AK Valley. Eddie, hey, it's Rick, good to I have you enjoy on. enjoy your afternoon program, and I think Ben hit a uh, home run out of the morning program. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that he knocked it out of the park. I'm not the least bit surprised. So we, you've been saying that you spoke, you've been speaking about lead for 13 years. And I agree with you. This is like a, uh, trying to throw a snowball at a furnace. Uh, if somebody's been talking about lead for 13 years. Now all of a sudden they're going to they want to put something into action. The people that are these home buyers that are home by Pittsburgh that are remodeling the old uh, homes in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They're putting all new plumbing in there, and as far as the lead's concerned, that uh, that is something that is not addressed by the bureaucracy. It's addressed by the mayor of Pittsburgh. The issue, though, I think, and it's safe to say, Eddie, that a lot of people don't sell their homes. They're not addressing that issue, right? I mean, if you're going to stay in your home, it's the home that you've paid for. It's where you raised your kids and, and you, you don't want to move. you think that these people have lead pipes in their homes? I think a lot of them do. I know. No, I, I, I do. I think that a lot of people who have been in that house for 50, 60, 70 years, they haven't done those updates. They just haven't. Well, I, you know, I, I, my, my home was built in 1959. Yep. And, and yep. That doesn't But what I'd ask the president or vice president is how is she going to address the inflation for Social Security people, ah. old agers like myself, yep. that are fighting with uh, inflation on every every time they and turn around. And chasing it, right? And chasing it, yep. To uh, pay electric bills because they closed our powerhouses down because yep. they're too afraid to put scrubbers, but they sell our coal to China and we get our iron from India. Okay, Rick, yeah, have a nice afternoon. You've Always got a lot program. of thoughts. Thank you so very much. Talking about the vice president coming to town tomorrow, talking about what's going on with the um, situation with lead pipes and, and the infrastructure bill and $15 billion being allocated. Let's bring in Sam from Bridgeville right now. Brett, is, is this something that you were, were hoping to hear from the vice president, Sam? 
I think this is a, a great uh, topic to, for the vice president to, to bring up, um, considering that uh, it's, it affects so many millions of, uh, of Americans and, uh, and uh, schools within, within the, uh, the area that they're, they're, they're hoping to cover. But it also uh, addresses um, some effect of inflation by creating a significant amount of jobs. I think that's a that's a great that's a great topic to discuss in that area. So you're saying the infrastructure of actually going out digging out the old pipes, putting in and installing, is going to be working with people who are pipe fitters and people who are working for the water companies and things like that to install those, and that's a that's an an income source for those people. Well, I'm sure not only them, but also create a significant amount of jobs because, uh, you know, how much did you say? $15 billion? That's going to, I'm sure that that's not something that uh, private companies can allocate. Uh, right away. Uh, well, and obviously, right, and that's not necessarily, um, uh, you know, as far as just in Pittsburgh, but yes, I mean, that in, th in terms of right. what they're saying, that's an infrastructure investment in terms of getting rid of those pipes. Sam, thanks for calling. I don't know that I've talked to you before, but I'm glad you called KDK. Thank you. Yep. Good stuff. Sam calling us here today to Ron, California. Hi, Ron. It's good to have you on the program. What do you think? Yeah, well, I've uh, been working with student projects going back to Hope and Beyond over 40 years. Yeah. And we focused on closing military bases and found a very interesting thing. You're talking about lead. You're talking about all the other toxins that bioaccumulate. The bioaccumulation doesn't mean you drop dead. You're not poisoned. It over time, up. they build up. Yep, right. That's right. And the buildup of these bioaccumulated toxins, toxic substances like chemicals and so forth, which are known in some cases to be dioxin. Uh, those chemicals they use around schools and city buildings, like Roundup and things in the past, they don't necessarily die off. Their shelf life could be many, many years mm. and many years in human bodies. Remember, once one chemical builds up, another one may well be building up, and those buildups become a triggering potential as a person goes on 10, 20, 30 years, just like smoking cigarettes before it triggers a disease. The reality is they're going to spend money in any city, any old city. I'm out of San Francisco originally, and I lived in a home that was over 100 and something years old. Yep. We know the problem. You know that you've it builds up, right? Inter you've got problems everywhere when you go into a new city. When you look at the people who have lived in basically places for years, <clears throat> places, people of color who've been li living close to toxins and so forth, you look at their lifespans. You look at the illnesses that they have occurred, and if you check their bodies, their fatty tissues, you'd find all sorts of interacting chemicals. There we go. Ron calling us from California. And, Ron, I sure appreciate you jumping in. And, again, with your experience going back those 40 years, I certainly appreciate what you have to say. I understand where you're coming from. And, again, having clean drinking water is absolutely critical. There's no question about that. I also think that there's a lot of other issues that people want to know about right now because as much as all of those people who are dealing with water, Water issues. They're also dealing with inflation issues. They're also dealing with grocery prices. They're also dealing with the higher cost of, of educating their children. They're also dealing with what's going on with inflation. They're also dealing with rising mortgage rates and buying a car and that sort of stuff. There's a lot of issues out there right now. And I understand you have to talk about the things that are important. It's just how do you prioritize those?